Welcome to another edition of Bayou Business Download, a podcast from the Greater Houston Partnership where we dive into the data and analytics influencing the region's economy. Today is October 27th. I'm your host, AJ Mistretta, and I'm joined today by Elizabeth Balderrama, Research Manager with the Greater Houston Partnership. In this episode, we're talking about the cost of living in Houston and elsewhere around the country and its role in our efforts to grow the local economy. Elizabeth, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Elizabeth, to start off with, why is cost of living such an important metric for cities around the country from an economic development perspective? So the cost of living tells us the affordability of a metropolitan area. And in terms of economic development, an affordable location would appeal to a relocating company and its employees. Their employees would need to find housing and settle in the new area. And a relocating company needs or should take into consideration how affordable or expensive a new location is. Quality of life is typically a major component of relocation or expansion decisions. Some metro areas are very expensive, which could lead to possibly long commutes for employees or higher living costs like groceries and utilities, and that can reduce quality of life. Now that makes sense. What factors actually go into calculating the overall cost of living for a metro area? Yeah, so here's some uh, background on the how the cost of living index is created and calculated. Uh, the Council for Community and Economic Research, C2ER for short, produces the cost of living index quarterly. Every quarter around 250 metro areas, they submit pricing data to CTUER, and actually our research team at the partnership gathers that pricing data for the Houston region. It's quite a project every quarter. There are 57 categories and 10 prices need to be collected for each category. So for example, a category is like washing machine repairs. So we need to contact 10 different repair shops around the Houston region and find out their prices, which are then averaged by C2ER. All metro areas that are participating need to gather and submit their data on designated days. Categories include items you can find at the grocery store, doctor's appointments, tire rotation, mortgages, clothing, going out to the movies, and more. The categories are intended to resemble like commonplace expenses someone living there would have from utilities to recreation. So Elizabeth, based on that, what do the latest figures tell us about cost of living here in Houston compared with other major metros in the U.S.? Well, it's kind of exciting because the latest data tells us that Houston has the second lowest living costs among the most populous metro areas. We've consistently been the third lowest, but the data from this third quarter, which was gathered in July, shows that Houston is now the second most affordable metro area among those most populous metro areas. This might change for the annual report, which will be released in January, and it will average all the quarters. Only St. Louis is considered more affordable than Houston among those 20 most populous metro areas. And Houston has more than double the population of St. Louis. The cost of living index compares to the average of all participating metro areas, which we can call the U.S. average. And Houston is 4.2% below that average, which is a good thing. It's more expensive to be above the U.S. average and more affordable to be below it. Only three metro areas among those most populous areas are even below the average, and Houston is one of them. 
We've been talking about the broad cost of living, but what do we find when we delve into the specifics, say Houston's housing costs compared with other major metros? Houston's housing costs have been consistently the third most affordable among those most populous metro areas. And the latest data shows that we are still considered the third most affordable. And that's great. Houston's housing costs are 11.5% below that nationwide average and 51.2% below the average for the 20 most populous metro areas. New York and San Francisco are known to have very expensive housing and that can actually skew the average. So if we leave out New York and San Francisco, Houston's housing costs are still 40.4% below the major metro average. That's pretty impressive. Thanks, Elizabeth. We'll get right back to the conversation. But first, I'd like to acknowledge our sponsor. Bayou Business Download is made possible by PNC Bank, which is proud to support the Greater Houston Partnership. PNC believes that giving back to their customers, their employees, and our community is the right thing to do. Visit pnc.com slash about us to learn more. The PNC Financial Services Group, Inc., all rights reserved. Elizabeth, where else does Houston compete pretty effectively? We talked about housing already, but what other areas? Right. So earlier I mentioned that the index gathers data on 57 categories. And then those categories are lumped into six sections, groceries, housing, utilities, transportation, healthcare, and miscellaneous goods and services. Among those sections, Houston does very well in groceries and transportation when we compare to those more populous metro areas. Houston has the most affordable groceries out of all the other most populous metro areas and 7.1% below the nationwide average. For transportation, Houston is the third most affordable compared to top metro areas and 5.6% below the nationwide average. Interesting. So that's that's good news for our friends at HEB, right? Uh, that they're they're providing uh, pretty pretty affordable groceries. Uh, no, I think I think what's interesting about that is you know we talk about the things that we do most, right? Um, we 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 need to get around. We need to buy groceries and so forth. So the fact that uh, we're pretty competitive on these specific fronts is good news for Houston, right? Right. Is there an area of living costs where Houston is actually above the national average? Yes. So Houston is above the national average for utilities and healthcare. Uh, For utilities, Houston is 12.3% above the nationwide average. And uh, for healthcare, Houston is 1.1% above. Compared to the most populous metro areas, utilities are a bit on the high end. But for healthcare, Houston is middle of the road. Okay, so while we're above the national average, it's only slightly above, right? For healthcare right. specifically, uh, utilities a little bit, a little bit more considerable there. Uh, do we have any understanding of why that is? Right. So for utilities, it could be due to higher rates to cover the cost of transmission construction, as the state's population is growing rapidly. For healthcare, the index looks at the cash price of doctor's appointments, optometrist appointments, dental visits, over-the-counter, and prescription medications. So we're talking out-of-pocket costs, not insurance. Higher healthcare costs might be due to rising pharmaceutical and medical costs. We've seen those healthcare prices I just mentioned in the cost of living index 
increasing over the past two years. Got it. So Elizabeth, what overall does this tell us in terms of Houston's competitiveness among the largest metros in the country? Houston is one of the most affordable, large metropolitan areas in the country. Looking at the most populous metro areas, there are some very expensive cities on there like New York, San Francisco, Washington, D.C. New York and San Francisco are so expensive that the results tend to actually skew the average in the index. Houston is more affordable than Dallas or Detroit, Minneapolis, Atlanta. Tampa and St. Louis are close to Houston in terms of affordability, but only St. Louis is more affordable than Houston among those metro areas. Chicago, Miami, and Philadelphia are more middle of the pack. And of course, New York, San Francisco, and DC are the most expensive. And all of this data is available on our website where you can see the comparisons to the other most populous metro areas. Every time one of the quarterly index reports is released, we update the data on the website. So you can find the quarter three data on there now. Got it. And so, you know, extrapolating this a little bit, you know, in terms of where we are today as a competitive city for major companies looking at where they should locate, uh, what can we what can we glean from this? What 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 are companies looking at when they're making those decisions? Right. So when a company is looking to come to an area, they want to be able to bring their employees here to have a great life, not just at the office, but at home too. So we want them to have, you know, good housing for an for a good price, great groceries for a great price something reasonable and affordable that can make living here in Houston a great place to be. Awesome. Elizabeth, thank you for joining me for this conversation today. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. And that's it for this episode of Bayou Business Download. Thank you again to PNC Bank for helping make this podcast possible. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. You can do so by visiting the podcast page at houston.org. You'll also find links to recent data and news updates, including this cost of living index that Elizabeth and I have been talking about. Please continue to follow the directives from local health officials and experts. Thanks again for listening to Bayou Business Download.